Plus Size Nerds, welcome back to the Plus Size Nerd podcast. I'm Nancy Basile, and I created Plus Size Nerd as a way for plus size women to celebrate their curves, their fandoms, and themselves. This week's podcast is all about being a handmade seller. I talk with Emily Bowman of Tomboy Togs about why she decided to go into business for herself, how she got started, how she decided what to sell and where to sell, and all the ins and outs. You can find all the links to everything we talk about in this episode at plussizenerd.com slash two. That's the number two, plussizenerd.com slash two. To visit Tomboy Togs on Etsy and see her shop, go to plussizenerd.com slash tomboytogs, all run together. And that is an affiliate link. Now, this podcast isn't a podcast per se. It's the audio track of this week's Facebook Live session. So sometimes it might sound a little wonky. Just know that if you ever want to watch any of my Facebook Live videos, you can find them at facebook.com slash plussizenerd slash videos. Today's episode is sponsored by CowCow a fun, exciting, and easy-to-use online platform for women who are enthusiastic about fashion, style, and designs. All of their items are printed on demand, and all of the designs found on CowCow were created by independent designers with diversified backgrounds from all corners of the globe. You can visit CowCow through my affiliate link at plusizner.com slash CowCow. And now, on with the show! Today's Facebook Live is for you, especially if you're a plus size nerd, because today I am talking to one of our very own plus size nerds, Emily Bowman from Tomboy Togs. She started a business from scratch, from nothing, a handful of years ago, and now she's got this wonderful, successful business that she has created and built all on her own, selling her own handmade, nerdy, items. That's what I'm talking about today. So we're going to talk about her whole journey so that if you have any idea of becoming your own boss, manning your own schedule, owning your own business, today is for you. I'm Nancy Basile of Plus Size Nerd. And I started Plus Size Nerd because I wanted somewhere, some way for plus size women who love fandoms to come together and celebrate their fandoms and their curves. So that's exactly what I did. Now, before we get started, I have something special for those of you who showed up right on time. I have a free one issue magazine that's full of like top hashtags, top cosplayers, um, measuring tips, sizing tips, best online stores for plus size nerds to shop. It's a one issue magazine that you can get at plussizenerd.com slash magazine. And that is for you because you are here at the top of the hour and make sure that you watch to the end of this video because we're we're having some technical difficulties but hopefully we're going to get emily on screen here soon but she's got a great deal for you but you have to watch to the end of the video to get that deal um, and to make things simple i've got links to everything we're talking about today in the description links to her shop and the other freebie that i mentioned so if you're excited to hear what emily has to has to say today, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. Now, while she's working out her technical difficulties, I can see she's got some stuff going on here. Um, some of the things that Plus Size Nerd has going on, 
you can check out our YouTube channel at plusseisner.com slash YouTube. There are videos of me trying on clothes, especially online exclusives from Torrid that you can only get online. That way it saves you the trouble of having to order them. You can check out Ursula and Outlander and other Disney things and Harry Potter things. I've also got some swimsuit try-ons there. And I just recently uploaded a body shapewear, a plus size shapewear video from Look She Pretty that you can check out. That's at plusseisnerd.com slash YouTube. And like I said, you've got the magazine. You can also join our Facebook group. Emily is an old friend of mine, but she is part of our private Facebook group. And I've talked to other plus size nerds I've met through our private Facebook group too. Oh, that was a lot to say. Our private Facebook group is a fantastic group of women who's into really nerdy stuff, which we all love. And we support each other. We share our frustrations about trying to find clothes as a plus size woman. We share tips and advice about buying bras and shoes. And we also geek out about the latest in books, movies, and TV shows. If you want to be part of that group, and I sincerely hope you do, I invite you to join us. Go to plusseisnerd.com slash group. And there's just a couple of questions you have to answer to make sure that you're not some kind of creeper or a bot. Um, let me just make sure she's not, oh, she's on the laptop, but no picture. We're having a heck of a time today. That's okay, Emily. Keep on trucking. We'll get there. I, God knows I can talk forever if I need to. <laughs> what else is going on? Um, I'm working on a binge watching challenge. Um, so here's a great idea. If you have a suggestion for a show that we should all binge watch together. Okay, I can see Emily. I can't quite hear her yet, so we'll get it We'll get it going. But if you have a show that you want us all to binge watch and then get together and chat about, I would love to hear about it, whether it's on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, or regular cable TV. If you DM me on Instagram, uh, I'm plus size nerd on Instagram, send me a DM with your suggestion because I'm looking for a show that we can all watch and geek out on um, and then get together like with the in the group on a Facebook Live or a chat to talk about the show in question. Hi, I'm going to you know what? I'm going to bring you in and see if that changes anything. Let's bring Emily in and see if we can hear her once she comes in. We can see you. Hello. Yay! Can you hear Hi, me? Emily? Can you hear me? Yes. You can hear me. Yes. There's sound. Yes. Okay, good. Okay. Look how fantastic Emily looks. Out of the way that I was playing with to try to make this work. Hold on. I hope okay. I had this really cute setup. I was really cute and I looked really cute and I had like everything in place. And then we had to do technical stuff and now everything's moved. Yeah, but you look awesome. Oh, uh, well, thank you. I try. Like I was, it was, yeah. Okay. This is better. Yay! But, okay. There she is. I'm here. I promise Yay. I won't leave you. <laughs> that, for that for a few minutes. Okay. Hi. Yes. Hi. Hi, Emily Hi. Bowman of Tomboy Togs. Hi, Nancy of Plus Size Nerd. <laughs> now, before I get into any questions, please describe the awesomeness that you're wearing, all the bits and pieces. Oh, oh, okay. I'm wearing, well, I'm wearing a Black Widow t-shirt from Torrid. <laughs> nice. Um, and uh, let's see, this, this is my my Slytherin bow, which I love Cute. and wear all the time at shows. And then I have my Frida Kello pin because I love Frida. And yes. this is a cat mermaid badge holder. 
But since, you know, I work from home and I don't need to wear a badge to work, I keep my little uh, thread snip scissors on it Ah. because I will lose them like that. I I lose things. That is handy. That is handy. So, well, I am wearing my notorious RBG shirt today because Sunday is International Women's Day. Awesome. Awesome. I know. Now, as I mentioned uh, at the top of the hour, you got to watch to the end of the video because Emily has a little surprise for y'all plus size nerds. So stick with us till then. Um, So the first thing I want to ask is take take us back to before there was a Tomboy Togs. What (laughs) What was the catalyst or the thing that made you decide to open your own business? Well, I've always been like a crafty tech person. Like my mom used to like, I could beg my mom to take me to the craft store when I was bored, when I was younger, many, many months ago, um, back in, I grew up in South Jersey and there was a store called Lee Wards, which is kind of like AC Moore, but like back in the day. And I would always beg her to take me there. And so I could get stuff to make. Um, and then, you know, fast forward a lot of years, um, I, you know, got married and had kids and, didn't want to go back to work um, after I had kids because it's a lot cheaper to um, for me to stay home and take care of the children than it was for me to pay for daycare for a newborn because oh, it's yeah. expensive, you know, and it wasn't worth the job I was doing at that point. It wasn't worth my time or wasn't worth the money. I, you know, after paying for diapers and formula and all the extra stuff you need for daycare, I would have come <laughs> home with 50 bucks. So, yeah. <laughs> It's hard. It it, it, it hard. kind of comes out even. It's like you're working just to pay for the daycare. Yes. And what's the point? Then you miss your kids. So. <laughs> Although I have so, to say there were plenty of days that I wished that I was dropping my kids off at daycare and going to work. Oh, we got to that point too. Let me tell you. So when, when my older son was um, brand new and shiny and a, a bitty baby, you know, it was great. He stayed home. It was great. Saved a little money. Da, 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 da. But, you know, then he got older and I love him dearly. But then I need me time because, you know, mm-hmm. when you first have, they're like attached to you, whether mm-hmm. you, they're attached at the breast or they don't want to leave your arms or just you always. always. Yeah. So um, and then I started feeling bad because I wasn't bringing in any money, you know, because mm-hmm. going out day and making money. So I'm like, you know what, if I can make a couple things and throw them on Etsy and bring in, you know. 50, 100 bucks a week. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, would help pay a bill. And it kind of went from there. Wow. So you started on Etsy. You didn't start with shows. You started with Etsy. I I did. I started on Etsy. Um, And a lot of people, you know, have bad things to say about Etsy. You're not so nice things to say about Etsy. But Etsy really drives traffic. Like, I love Etsy. It, um... It, most of my Etsy customers are people that I have never met, people that have not been referred to me from a friend of a friend. Most of my Etsy customers are people that just searched and found my stuff and liked it. So that's one thing I like about Etsy. They don't have to drive traffic like I would for my own website. That's very true. Um, they do a lot of advertising that brings people just to the site. And then their listings can be found on Google, on search engines. Yeah. Yes. That, that's yeah, they, huge. They, they just started a new thing where they're going to be doing more Google ads for us. 
Now they will, if someone buys something from me through by coming through a Google ad, they will charge me a little bit more. But being that I am such a small time crafter, it's not going to affect me that much. So, mm -hmm. right. I, and if, know, if it's a good return on investment, then that exactly. person could become a return customer. They could tell their friends and it pays exactly. off. And if, if it becomes like a thing where I'm getting a lot of business through having to pay that little bit of extra money for advertising, I'm going to work on building that into my prices because oh, smart. because um, right now, um, not too long ago, Etsy um, let us all know that they would like us to offer free shipping. Yeah. So they give more priority to showing people listings that are listed as free shipping. So um, what I have done is I all my listings are listed as free shipping, but the shipping is built into the price of the items. So right. it may say free shipping. But if you look at the price of my stuff on Etsy versus the price of my stuff in a show, my Etsy prices are a little bit higher, but you're paying for shipping. But also, if you are a customer that buys multiple things from me, you buy three, four, five things, I'm going to go and refund that extra shipping cost that you paid on that was built into the items. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So, you know, like my badge holders, uh, if you come to a show, they're going to be uh, $5 each. But on Etsy, they're eight fifty. But if you buy two or three of them, I'm gonna refund that extra three fifty for badge holders per badge holder. Wow! So, you know that's a good it deal. Makes, it makes me look good, you know, like hey, look, this, you know, they're giving me money back, and you know, then it also is that perceived value of you're not paying for shipping, just like on Amazon. So, and that's exactly what it is. It's a perception, really. People don't want to have to do the math. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause right. I, I hate that too. When you go and you're like, oh, here's this thing, it's $2. And then you get to the checkout and it's like, oh, it's 10. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I just know, you know, just let me know the bottom line. Right. Well, how did you, okay. So you're a crafty person. So, yes. and I know you so. So you could have yes. gone a hundred different ways. Oh, how, yeah. first of all, tell people what you, sell specifically and tell us how you decided that's what you would sell okay so back a few years back a friend of mine well okay before we get there um my whole i came up with this idea and i had a couple friends that kind of inspired it and some really cool kids that expired inspired this idea my idea was to make uh things for girls like clothing that uh are made with boy fabric like traditional boy fabric. Oh, so, cute. Yeah. So what I wanted to do was make like dresses with dinosaurs and, you know, little rompers for, you know, with trucks and lace and things like that. Hence the name tomboy. And then the word togs is an old fashioned word for clothing. And then mm -hmm. you also get the alliteration and that, you know, that nice sounding. Easy to you know, remember. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, I, I kind of, it was kind of trial and error because I found out by, you know, doing um, girls clothing that you never have the right size of what the customer wants. You oh. never have the right fabric of what they want. You never have the right size in the right fabric. So, yeah. I, yeah. So I worked on that for a little bit and it just was kind of meh. And mm -hmm. then one day, whoa, epiphany, <laughs> uh, um, a good friend of mine said, hey, I know you sew. My mom just passed away. Do you want her embroidery machine? 
And I said, well, I've never used an embroidery machine before. I heard that they're really titchy and I don't know about this. And he's like, you can have it for 75 bucks. And I said, Whoa. Okay. yeah, that's so, a good deal. <laughs> yeah. So I got the embroidery machine. Later, I found out that, you know, use these embroidery machine, the one that I got, probably I could have easily paid like $800 for it used. Right. That's what I was yeah. thinking. <laughs> yeah. So good friend of mine. He's a fellow creative. Um, his name's the balloon guy. If you ever oh, need a balloon guy, yeah. Or, you know, balloons at a party. He's amazing. Um, but anyway, so I got the embroidery machine. And then another friend of mine who coincidentally was all about embroidery machines. Like she had just started, you know, with her own embroidery machine and exact same um, brand and exact same um, model. Like just weird, weird coincidence. And she's like, oh, I'll come over and show you how to use it. It's just like mine. And she showed me how to use it. And she showed me a couple websites to buy patterns from. And yeah. I just went from there. Wow. Yeah. That is like such serendipity. It really, really was. Like it was seriously meant to be. So it, and I, yeah, I just went crazy. My, the first thing I made was a poop. <laughs> yes, Emily sells. Yes, she sells uh, poop emoji things, accessories of different kinds. I actually have a couple of the things that I've bought slash you've given to me here to show yeah, folks. Um, so um, one of the things I make, um, if you see my little pin and my yeah. little badge holder, see these things are what's called felties. So mm. I made a little, my first thing I made was a little poop felty. This is not a poop. This is a cat unicorn. But yeah. um, first thing I made was a poop and then I made poop hair clips and People like them. I'm like, people like these things. So, and if you're listening to this and you haven't and you can't see it or picture it, it's like, a, how do you say it? Kawaii almost? Yes. You know, super cute in Japanese. Yes. Super cute. Not like gross kind. Yeah. Super cute. Now, you know, like the poop emoji. <laughs> so it looks like the chocolate. Yeah. Emoji. You go into your emoji <laughs> keyboard. It's, it's that one. I made that yeah. one. Yeah. Make like, you know, a flaming bag of dog poop or something. So that know. was the first, that was the first one you made. I didn't know that. Yep. How funny. Is it and, still a bestseller? You know, I haven't made poop for a while because poop's kind of gotten passe at this point. Yeah, true. Yeah. I can see that. And, and things come and go. Like there, there's, you have to watch the trends of what comes and goes. Like for a while, owls were popular. And now people don't want owls. Now it's like llamas, right? Llamas are big. Uh, gnomes. Gnomes are becoming really big right now, too. They are? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm starting to see gnomes everywhere. Okay. This brings me to my next question, which is how do you decide? Like, is that how do you follow these trends? Is there like Google news that you get or is it just word of mouth or is it from what people ask for? It's uh, what people ask for. It's word of mouth. Um, so I, all my things are uh, made on the embroidery machines and I, 90% um, of what I make are from patterns that other people make the patterns. And then I down, digitally download them into my embroidery machines. So I'll just kind of watch what, be, what patterns are being made and those kind of follow the trends. So, like I said, gnomes are getting big right now, but I'm seeing a lot of gnome patterns come out. And it just kind of leads me to believe that that's going to be like the next thing. For a while, there were a lot of unicorns coming out right as unicorns were getting big. So, right. 
Interesting. Boy, you're pretty smart, Emily Bowman. I try. I try. I mean, I don't have a degree in marketing or anything, but I kind of like obsess over things. And, you know, once I get into something, I really go down a hole and research. Well, this brings up uh, another, whoops, I just spilled my drink. Sorry. This brings up another good point is that a lot of times makers who want to sell things, it becomes more about their own expression rather than selling what people want. So do you struggle at all, like disconnecting yourself from, but I really want to make, you know, Slytherin stuff, but all the whatever is selling. So how do you manage that? It, it's it's a balancing act. It's hard. So I have to figure out, you know, well, what's being, you know, big right now? And is that something I want to make? Like, um, you know, I will make a lot of, um, like, a lot of LGBT items because I think that's important and representation matters. And, you know, um, like, some things might sell better. So, like, I'll make, like, a range of items just in any Form. And if something starts to sell better, then I'll make more of that. But if it's something that I like to make, you know, like, so I know I'm sorry, I'm, I'm confusing myself here. Um, no, so it's I'll start, good. Yeah, I'll start with like stuff that I like. Okay, say like Star Trek. I might make, you know, Star Trek stuff in three different colors. I do command science. Did I lose you? Um, maybe command isn't selling, so I won't make as much command stuff, but I'm still making Star Trek stuff because I like Star Trek. Does mm, that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes, or yes, I might make you know Star Trek stuff like I might make like a live long and prosper hand, and right. I would make them in like maybe I'd do them in blue and rainbow, but if the rainbow doesn't sell, then I won't make them. So, but I'm still making Star Trek because I still like Star Trek. So, it's sometimes it's just like you know, little shades of variations of, of things will make mm -hmm. things sell better. You sell headbands, you sell pins, tag yeah. holders, finger, finger puppets, uh -huh. finger puppets. Hello. Uh, this is sort of a headband. It's more yeah. of a tiara since it's Wonder yeah. Woman. I'm like Wonder Woman crowns. Yes. Um, what else? Keychains, yes, and yes, love those. In Definitely. fact, I brought my. Here's a couple of pins. Here's my Gryffindor pin. Yay! Yay. Oh, my oh. Hogwarts letter pin. Ace. My um Wonder Woman keychain thing is hanging off my other bag. I was too lazy to go get it. So of those things, are there things that sell better than the others? Like are keychains your number one? Right now, keychains are my number one. And for the longest time, it was finger puppets. And then I started with the keychains, and keychains are kind of outselling the finger puppets. However, keychains are a practical thing. Everyone needs a keychain, or you can hook it on your purse, or your backpack, or your whatever. So people see it as like a practical thing, as opposed right. to this finger puppet, which, you know, I'm going to give my kid, and they're not going to whine right now. But, you know, once today's over, oh, so forget about it, you know? Yeah, um, I am huge. I'm a huge uh, function before mm -hmm. form or whatever. A lot of times I don't buy things unless they serve a purpose. Yes. So I think that's, I mean. Holders are also big because of that too. Because right. 
they start, you can buy it and it's cute. It'll hold your con it's badge so today, but it'll hold your work badge tomorrow. <laughs> That's so cute. Hey, if you're watching this, by the way, tag someone who's interested in having their own handmade business or share this on your timeline so that they can hear about all these great business tips because Emily, I don't want to get numbers from you because I know everyone gets weird about that. But would you say like since you how long ago did you start five years? Oh, honestly, um, Facebook told me seven years. Actually, no, it was LinkedIn told me seven years. Seven years. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Well, doubled, tripled. You know, it's like the, the first couple years I was happy to bring in a couple hundred bucks. And now. Um, yeah, I just got my my taxes done, and I got to start prepaying on my uh, on my taxes now. So, wow! So I mean, it's not a huge amount. I mean, my husband has a job that pays the bills, and it pays for insurance and stuff like that. But right. I'm for vacations, and you know, I'm helping my kids to be able to play soccer, and right. like, you know, all those incidental you know, kind of things. Yeah, that, you know, and the the thing is. Um, yeah, I'm because I work from home, I'm home on the weekdays to be able to take my kids to soccer and basketball and scouts. But on weekends, I'm there's a lot of weekends that I'm not home. So, you know, I, yeah. I'm out at shows. They're a huge shows. Would you are shows a bigger part of your uh, sales than Etsy they are. now? They are. Yeah. Um, and Etsy is nice. Um, Etsy will bring in a little extra money here and there. And, you know, just when I'm, you know, having a off day here, cha-ching, and I'm like, oh, there's an Etsy sale. <laughs> but the the shows are where I bring in the big money. And that part of it is, you know, when people buy something from someone handcrafted, they want to see you. It's as much selling myself as it is selling the product. Interesting. So, yeah. When people get to talk to you and meet you and, you know, see your products mm -hmm. being used, like they see me with a bow in my hair. And, you know, with my scissors on my little badge holder and wearing pins and, you know, they, they, it's, they see, oh, this stuff, you know, someone is wearing it and using it and it looks cool. And, you know, she's pretty nice. So. Right. Right. They can see it in use so they can exactly. have some idea of how then they would use it. Exactly. That is awesome. What would you say has been like uh, obstacles along the way or stumbling blocks? Oh, so. When I first got started, it was, um, you know, getting startup money, you know, because mm. you, you have to invest some money. Like I need money for supplies. You know, I need that $75 for that first embroidery machine. Um, yeah. Also, uh, it's finding your, your people, finding your mm. target market, because I had, have done my fair share of grandma craft shows at churches and in sure. basement of, a uh, VFW halls, and those are not my people. And it's a point of finding who your people are and being where they are. That's that's a hard part too. That's you know yeah. a big stumbling block. But once you find your people, and you know you know which shows to start doing and where to start, you know, putting yourself out, you're you're golden, my friend. <laughs> and I imagine that doing the right shows where your people are also helped you connect with other yes. handmade sellers who said, hey, you should go to this show, this show. Yes. Yes. In fact, um, two of my very best friends, it, I met at other craft shows and, you know, and then 
I meet so many other creatives at other shows. It's amazing. Like um, one of my uh, really good friends who's an artist recently did a really cool um, drawing of me, which I'm now using in my merchandising. Oh, and, I've seen it. The stickers yes, are so cute. Look how cute I am. My friend Brandon of Works in Progress drew that. And then those two best friends that I told you that I met in another show. Look, it's all three of us. Oh, those are adorable. Yes. So I will be giving those out at upcoming shows um, <gasps> as a way to say thank you for, you know, supporting me. Just as an aside thing, I've noticed that's a thing now, the giving out of stickers. Yeah, stickers are becoming like a thing. Um, you can also buy stickers from a lot of artists. Like my friend Brandon, who did who drew those pictures, for, uh, Brandon from Works in Progress, he has stickers of some of his other art that he'll sell. And I noticed a lot of people are putting them on their water bottles now. That's a thing. Oh, cute. Yeah. yeah. So when I go to the gym, like I got my friends there with me. He also yeah. has too. It, it's Boba Tea. Oh, that's really cute. I know. I love Boba Fett. So, her, two yeah, friends, hmm? her two friends that she's talking about, by the way, are crocheted by Kirby and yeah. Lip Domestics. And yes. you can catch them generally, all three of them, on a Facebook Live. Is it every Tuesday? Every other Tuesday. So we actually did, did it yesterday because we were a day off. But two mm -hmm. weeks, um, or I should say a week from this coming Tuesday, you'll be able to catch us on a Facebook Live. And if you follow me on um, Facebook and Instagram, I always do like a warning post saying, hey, don't forget to watch us in our Facebook Live. And your Tomboy so, Togs on yeah. both Facebook and Instagram. From this point on, we had a lot of technical difficulties. I don't know if my internet connection was too slow, but whatever happened, um, from here on out, there's just a lot of, are you there? Can you see me? So we're going we're gonna to stop the podcast right there. Um, but I hope that you got some helpful information out of that interview and just got a taste of what it's like to be a handmade seller in the geeky world of Comic-Cons and Etsy. That's our podcast for this week. If you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of the Plus Size Nerd podcast. And leave an honest review on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. That way, other Plus Size Nerds will find it too. And if you're feeling really pumped up, screenshot this puppy and share it on your favorite social media channel. Just be sure to tag me at Plus Size Nerd so I can share it too. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for hanging out with me when you could be doing a gazillion other things. I sincerely appreciate it. I'm Nancy Basile with Plus Size Nerd. Nerd out.